Welcome to the Positive You Podcast, the podcast where we explore life circumstances, mental roadblocks, and endless opportunity to discover the positive view. I'm your host, Christy Murphy. And I'm your other host, Brianna G. This week, we're discussing positivity in the new year. Yes, but before we get into that, at the end of each episode, we set a mission for ourselves. This week's mission, or our last mission rather, was to reflect on some of the consequences in your life and determine whether they were positive or negative. So Brianna, how did that go for you? I think it went well overall. I decided to, uh, for what I was looking at for this last week in particular, take an example from uh, work. I actually had an opportunity to to not so much choose positivity, but I think I really chose not to put negativity in the world. Uh, And it was something as simple as just, you know what, I'm not going to respond to an email. It's not really calling for a response. It would just be a sort of an unnecessary need to put something out there. And I didn't do it. And I think, um, while I'm not going to say that putting the not sending the email is a direct result of me having an opportunity, I do think what I, what I take away from the consequence of that, the positive consequence of that is I was living, I felt like I was living up to my values. I was living um, according to the person that I want to be to the according to the person that I say that I am. So rather than kind of doing that like sort of bonding negativity thing, I was just like, you know what, this isn't, I even had the email written and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And it, it just felt great. And I think that that was a positive, that was definitely a positive consequence of the work that we've been doing um, in particular over the last two years since we've really been each week um, doing these missions and really focusing on positivity. How did it go for you? Awesome. I love that because we were, yeah, we were actually talking about that in the pre-show and I love that you brought it up. For me, I'm going to talk about, you know, you and I both did this together. We eliminated sugar, added sugar rather from our diets to I would say a 95% success rate. I think you mm-hmm. had a Cool Whip incident and I had a uh, <laughs> a spaghetti sauce incident that uh, I was like, the second I tested, I was like, oh, I have to rinse these mozzarella off because I know there's sugar in this. I should have looked at the label, but I was so hungry. So what I've been noticing is the cons- uh, the negative and positive consequences of the things I eat. I have a lot of uh, digestive problems that I have just ignored for, I don't know, Brianna, 40 years. <laughs> One, and so finally I stopped drinking. Listen, I'm sure some people can drink Diet Coke or Diet Sodas to decent effect, but I was like a two liter bottle a day drinker. Do you know what I mean? I was the pack a day smoker of Diet Coke drinking and Diet Pepsi drinking. I switched to Diet Pepsi. You know how you do that. I marked the labels, Brianna, like, like a, like, like somebody out of a 1950s Mad Men era where they're like, you know what I mean? They're they're, they're mm-hmm. on the side of their whiskey or rye. Rye probably because that's older. Anyway, I've been monitoring what I eat and what the consequences of what I eat because I have a lot of health issues. And so you and I did this. I did the, I'm, I'm one of those no gluten people now. I am that person. Uh, I feel a lot better. And on Christmas Day, because we were just doing the no added sugar for Advent, I uh, had a little bit of sugar and ow, my elbow hurts. And I was like, is this, oh, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, here it is. (laughs) I'm eating my elbow, literally, and I've been typing and it hurt more on the day that I wasn't. And also, I remembered that I was laying in bed, holding my phone up to my face, 
with that same elbow. So once again, the consequences of my own actions. So I've been noticing the correlation between when I don't actively do things that hurt me and what I do and uh, learning that I might have more control over my health than I originally thought. And it's a very positive thought for me. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And that is exactly what we're talking about uh, with this episode is just taking that positivity uh, into the new year. So when we're talking about positivity 2022, what does that mean or what does that look like for you? As a person who loves to look to the future, I think there are a lot of people who work very well in the now. And I think there are a lot of people who look back and they can bring the lessons that they learned in life. But for me, Brianna, I like that clean slate of the future. I am a New Year's resolution person. I'm still trying to make good on last year's, right? Mm -hmm. I'm still going for it. And so I'm like, I've got three days left, people. I Technically, I think I will be two pounds lighter than I was at the end. But even if I'm not, even if I didn't do that, I conquered a lot of things that I do with my weight that I feel really great about. And so for me, when I think about the new year, I think of fresh starts. I think of New Year's resolutions. And I think of an excitement for the future that I want to bring into being on a daily basis. I love that. That's, you know, and that's really great. And I think that is to me, one of the, one of the biggest things I feel like I try to bring into each new year and generally why I tend not to do things um, from a resolution standpoint, because I feel like when I've thought about resolutions in the past, it usually feels like things that I'm, you know, I'm being kind of pushed or, or I don't want to say push, but it feels like something I'm supposed to stop doing. Like there's something wrong with you, Brianna, and could you maybe just stop? <laughs> and that doesn't always feel very positive for me. So I really like that idea that I'm just bringing um, some positive things into the new year. And that's how I really want to approach 2022. And you and I talked about it in our pre-show that, um, you know, we thought going into 2020 when we started the podcast was kind of like, whoa, <laughs> something's happening in the world. And we really wanted to um, make sure that we were keeping our heads above water and just putting something positive out there. And then 2021 rolled around and we were like, oh, things are going back to normal. And then they definitely were not. And now 2022 is here and it's like, okay, so for me, I'm really recognizing that. Um, so this is, you know, this is new normal, I guess, or, or this is, I, I am looking at this as, so whatever was Brianna, that's, we're not going back there. <laughs> so what am I looking at as kind of that idea of that fresh start and not like I'm necessarily a whole new person, but there are new new things that I've learned. There are new habits that I've made, um, new understandings. And I'm so excited to look at 2022, which I can't even believe is a thing, frankly, um, but look at 2022 and start bringing, um, bringing those forward and bringing those uh, into this new year and to see what, um, what this new year is going to bring. And I do think that I am, I do have a little, I feel like I have more excitement going into 2022, maybe than I did in 2021. I'm not sure. Um, no, I'll say it. I do. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Um, so that's a plus, I guess. 
I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll say it. That's a plus. I was really excited for 2021. I'm even more excited for 2022. I'm always excited for the new year. What I like about rolling into this new year is I think we've done a lot of work. And one of the pieces of work that I would have never thought for me would have been something that I really love, but I loved those affirmations. And if you listen to the mm-hmm. positive self-talk episode, which I have, that's that just, just judge me as you will. Uh, you know what I mean? Because I listen to my own podcast because I need to remember these things and I forget them constantly. Brianna. I forget mm-hmm. and then we, I mean, I literally am saying it into the world, recording it and playing it back for myself so that I try to remember because it's so easy to forget. But the positive affirmations, like we started off with me barely even being able to say, what am I going to say when I feel fat faced and ugly? When I'm beautiful, disregard, go for deep nail beds and weird stuff. And I just think it's hilarious that it was so hard for me to even just to say, I am beautiful. And now I am full on, like Mel Robbins does the high five. I did that this morning. I high five myself in the mirror. I'm, and you know what? I don't even feel corny about it anymore. I am into it. I am all in. And what I love about that is me reminding myself like three times, four times a day with a weird app on my phone and telling myself all these things is this year's New Year's resolutions are very different for me because I'm a kind of person who's like a dreamer. Right. So I always feel as if this year is going to be something. And then I let myself down and I started to really tackle the idea of changing who I am so that my dreams are, I am the person who does this and what that looks like and being able to pull that future that I'm hoping for into what I'm doing today. And it's kind of always for me been the missing link. And So by saying to myself over and over, I am healthy and I make healthy choices, like saying that to me, I think has pointed me toward being the person who does that. Um, And I was really into the idea of affirmations because the concept of it, you know, listen, Stuart Smalley, I love you. I really do love you. And doggone it, people do like you because I do, Stuart, that character from SNL circa 1997 or something or 92, way long time ago. I loved it because... It felt hokey and wrong in the beginning to say it. And I thought, if I can't say it to myself in a room alone, then this is steering my life in a weird way. And to just say it over and over again, I feel like it meant I'm healthy and I make healthy choices. As I grab like another, you know, insert, I don't know, McDonald's hamburger or it just, it made all those things feel like, hey, wait a minute, that isn't like, and I've changed who I am and what I do. And I think this year rolling into New Year's resolutions, it's like my biggest resolution is to keep up with those affirmations because I'm more concerned, not just with getting the results of who I am, but being the kind of person who, like one of mine is I'm a prolific writer and I wrote a 70,000 word book in 90 days and I feel really proud and I'm doing a 30 day challenge and I just want to see, can I do it? And if I can't, no big deal. But I just love the idea that I'm becoming a person who's about doing the work. And I'm really excited about that. I think that's really, you know, I think that that is great. And I really appreciate you talking about the affirmations because I do feel like in the short amount of time that we've been doing that, which has been what, two weeks, two weeks, two months, I think. Yeah. If even, I I can't even, I I agree. I think that the, I mean, it's, I, I can't, um, just the outcome of that has been so incredibly helpful and it's been 
helpful and fun. It has been fun. And one of the really great outcomes that I've found is yes, it's, um, it, was kind of uncomfortable for me as well in the beginning to say some of them. Um, But what's been great is seeing like in a matter of a couple of weeks after being able to say some of the affirmations and being a little sarcastic or like for me, I had to roll my eyes a couple times in the beginning. Um, But as I got into it and as I was positive about it and being able to have the, say these affirmations and be positive about myself, which Come on, I have a positive podcast <laughs> and can't be in struggle to be positive about myself. But um, as I was doing that more and more, as we were sharing that um, through the Marco Polo app and my positivity about myself was growing, what I found was then, oh, hey, I just came up with another one. Oh, here's another way that I want to affirm myself and be positive. And here's a thing that I'd like to add to it. And just the growth, I guess, that came from that in just, again, that sense of a short amount of time and how much um, that just feels like it opens up so much more like it feels like then I can see so much more and you know um how opportunity is such a big deal for me I feel like as I sort of as I opened up more as as almost like my line of sight opened up more as I was more positive about myself I could be more positive just about other things going on around me I could be more positive about other people and you know even one of my affirmations is I am connected. Um, But then I could start seeing these connections of people, people connected to one another, and I could help things along the way. Um, Me being connected to others, uh, opportunities coming. I, I don't know. I just feel like, again, that sense of in a short amount of time, things opened up and it has been an incredibly positive and um, rewarding and really fulfilling experience that I'm really grateful for and really grateful to be taking into this new year. And I think part of the excitement of going into 2022 is this um, habit, I guess, because it feels like I don't want to stop doing it, um, is this habit uh, that this new habit that we have uh, that we didn't last year, that it's just like, oh, it's just one more, again, a new opportunity or one more thing that we get to to use to uh, support this work that we've been trying to do. And so hopefully, um, you know, if, if folks want to try it, um, it's, it's something, it, it could be, it could be helpful. It absolutely could be helpful. And what's really fun about it is I love that. Now I have it on my app, so it pops up and it reminds me these things. And then I actually have, because I'm really working on being a person who takes action. I think there's some people who legitimately always do the work and they have a problem with vision. I've got a lot of visions. I feel like I could do it. But then in the day to day, I lose on those details. And so for me, I've been really working hard and I'm going to resolve to work even harder to put like my tasks and plan what I'm going to do in advance. And so for me, it's on my to-do list. Like literally there's a check for each and one that I do. And when I look at my list and there's like a lot of them that have built up because I didn't open it 
and check it, I'm like, well, then mm-hmm. we're going to do them all right now. And they automatically drop. I have them repeating every day. And so I just go through. I am beautiful. I do hard things and get things done. I am healthy and make healthy choices. I am understood and accepted. I belong. I am worthy. I'm a star. I am rich and I'm a prolific writer. I just said it here on a podcast. Even one of those is particularly embarrassing. I'll let people guess which one it was. So <laughs> <laughs> a little suspense there. Okay. It's the I'm a star. Like what, what does that even mean? But uh, yeah, but I am one. Ta-da. And what I love about doing that is that for me, like what I've always loved about this, and you said it doesn't do anything for you. So this, your mileage may vary. <laughs> But for me, I love the idea that I essentially say what amounts to about 50 words. And it takes me, what, about 20 seconds? The idea that 20 seconds of what I don't consider to be work can guide me throughout the day and get me more things, to me, is an incredible, like, the risk-reward ratios are limited. Like, do you have 20 seconds? Can you say 50 words out loud? Go. Mm. Like, what's the harm? Like, what mm-hmm. do I lose? I'm in a room alone. Nobody can even hear me unless you do it like on a podcast. Or if you want, if you go to, um, if you Google like Positive View Podcast, right? And you go to our anchor page, there is actually a thing where you can record a message to us. Feel free to send us a message of your affirmations. That would be amazing if you did that. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing um, because it's really fun to share them, I found. And also it pushes you to live it. And I just love the idea now that I've become more excited about the work of being the person I want to be. Like my whole life, and I'm going to be 50 on the 9th of January. I'm going to be 50, Brianna. I'm going to be 50. My whole life, I've always dreamed of being somebody. And I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but I wanted to be somebody. And I found that that always felt like it implies, Brianna, that I'm nobody now. Or that I'm somebody, but I'm not the somebody I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt this sort of like um, existential pain, pang of like a life unlived. And as I focused more on being the person who does things like this, like if I say I'm a prolific writer, then I am getting down to writing books. I was so proud of myself. I had this deadline. I hit it with 17 whole hours to spare, Brianna. There, were, there was much improvement to be made in the process, but I'm proud that I did it. And I wrote and edited 6,500 words in a day. And I did that more than once. And I felt really great about me because I'm not the person dreaming of being that writer. I'm the Mm -hmm. person who did that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm excited about for the new year. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that what has been really helpful with the podcast and the different missions that we've done, and then with the affirmations, for me that it's really, and and I'm one of those look back people, you're futuristic, I'm a look back (laughs) and see where I've been and, you know, gather that evidence. I love that evidence. Um, But what I think that it's really helped me I've been gathering the information all along, but this, these, again, these last few weeks has really helped me see uh, how important just making the choices that it's that, yes, of course, the action and the thoughts and, and whatnot, those are all important. The action in particular is important, but for me, I had to see, um, you know, that first, that first piece of um, that first step really for me is 
making the choice. Um, so it is making the choice of, well, what's your thought going to be in this moment? And then when it's, once it's, where where is your thought process going to go? Then it's, okay, then what's the action? And, you know, you talked about uh, us choosing uh, to do the no sugar uh, going into Advent, which isn't a normal part of kind of the Advent celebration, other than, you know, Advent is the preparation, a time for preparation. Anyway, um, for me this year, you know, doing that, it was less about the sugar. It wasn't really about the sugar at all. It was about, you know, practicing making the choice. And just as you said, it was about like, well, who am I as a person and who do I want to be? And what are the things that I really am looking, looking for, or, or looking to have, I guess the experiences I want, that type of thing. And I don't know, I just, I feel like, again, these last four to six weeks have really just helped have, I have been much more these last four to six weeks, I feel like I've just had a lot more clarity than I have in a very long time to just be able to actually see where I had the, like, see clearly making the choice and then seeing the actions that come from that and then seeing the outcomes and then being able to internalize that to be able to make the next choice, if that makes sense. It does, because it isn't about the sugar, because I think there are perfectly healthy people who eat sugar on a regular basis in moderation. However, I am the person who has a lot of inflammation from some sort of autoimmune disorder that we're having a problem diagnosing exactly what and how, and also has, you know, pre-diabetes. So for me, (laughs) it is a healthy choice to scale back, but it is more about becoming the person who does make healthy choices and being the kind of person who can choose something and then do something because it's hard. And I think that's why I had to put, you know, I, I do hard things and get things done because for me, and it doesn't matter if somebody else considers it hard or not, you know, some people mm-hmm. that'd be like a walk in the park. I was surprised. Well, when I was, when I was on deadline, I really craved the sugar hardcore. It was really interesting to see how my brain was like, we want, we want McDonald's and, and uh, desserts. Like we, we write books on junk food and I'm like, well, we don't anymore. Um, so that was hard, but it was surprising in the beginning when I didn't have the hardcore deadline that I was like, this wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I kind of built this up into something like mm-hmm. it, there's plenty of, you know, because we also, we were, I was a lot of fruit on mine. We got to pick our own rules, but I was happy that I was the person who could choose something and follow through because for me, follow through has always been the issue. And I think it's really interesting if you're the kind of person who wants a clean slate to start the new year, then you get a clean slate. You get a fresh start. If you're the kind of person who prefers to give up resolutions, you don't like it, it doesn't do anything for you, then you get to do that. But what I love when facing like a whole like fresh calendar that you get out of the thing is the idea, is the reminder that I'm playing a game that I'm choosing the rules to and that I get to win at. And I love that kind of game. I was talking to my sister before the podcast, before you and I had our pre-show. And she was talking about watching a video where somebody was talking about people don't know what they want. Like sometimes they don't have a dream. And she said what she'd found with this woman that my sister was watching had found was that it wasn't that people didn't have a dream is that they wouldn't even let themselves dare to have that dream out of the fear 
that they would not get it. So they wouldn't even let themselves Mm -hmm. want it. And I would like to suggest that if you're not a New Year's resolution person or you are a New Year's resolution, to really take some time to dream and dream the impossible dream as the song goes, just to try it on for size, for fun, to expand your horizons. Because I've always had the belief that I could get the life of my dreams. For me, the flaw in the slaw has been the follow through, which I'm really working on. But -hmm. if you've got the other thing, if you've got the do the work, but you're afraid to dream, um, I think I think you will be duly surprised if you're willing to do the work. The dream is, uh, and, and if you can't think of a dream, there's a dreamer in your life. I'll give you a hint. She talks a lot, uh, or he. <laughs> Ask them to think of dreams with you. You, you can go ahead and outsource some of that, and I think you may find that your life will open up a great deal. Hmm. Well, and I think it, absolutely, and I think um, you know if if there are folks out there who perhaps have an aversion to resolutions or just like hear the word and are just like, um, I will say I did look up. I was like, why do I just dislike the word so much? It's just a word. So I looked it up just to see what is the definition of a resolution? Cause I feel like I know what it means, but like, what does the dictionary say? So the dictionary just says it's a firm decision to do or not do something. And I'm like, well, I like that. I I like to make decisions. I can decide. Um, I feel like, I don't know, that just, I don't know, that makes it better for some reason. So your decisions, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just turn so it like, to yours decisions, yeah. I'm going to just make some decisions for this year. It just feels much less, um, for, I guess for me, it just feels much less judgy. Like there's something I got to change about myself because there's something wrong. And it's like, well, maybe not. Maybe there's just something that's fine. And I just want it to be better. How about that? Um, and in particular, we talked about it as well when we're talking about the fresh start. Fresh start doesn't necessarily mean I got to make everything like clean slate everything. Certainly, if you want to, more power to you. I mean, the way things have gone these last couple of years, fair play. I mean, (laughs) kind of like it's a whole new ball game out there. So I guess now could be the time, but maybe it's just fresh start in a job or even a project at work. Maybe it's a fresh start in a new hobby or activity or something you've just always wanted to do. Um, I know that there are a few things that I'm interested in, like just a couple of classes I even want to take. So I'm, you know, just things that I've been interested in and maybe have um, shied away from. But I I think fresh start can just also be um, our attitude or the way that we look at things um, and, and just making kind of that choice or that decision to tweak a few things and um, maybe wipe that slate clean or just or just yeah, I'll say you can fresh start your attitude. Yes. And I love the idea about making decisions. I do feel like there are some people who don't like New Year's resolutions. I love them because I love the idea that I resolve this to be. I love futuristic and I also just love the energy of it all. But oftentimes New Year's resolutions save more money, lose weight. It feels like a lot of shooting. And I say, 
that if that isn't the way you want to go, right, you don't want to do that one. That doesn't make it exciting. Have, have something that makes you excited for the new year. I resolve to have more fun. I resolve to drink more fine wine. I resolve to plan better mm-hmm. vacations. I resolve that next year I will have put up a Christmas tree. You know, something that you're looking forward to, to bring your, like, excitement to your life. I, I, this year I resolve to have more adventure. What does that mean? I resolve to figure out what that means. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to always be these, like, shitty ones that you're just like, well, I got to do something. I guess I should lose weight. Like, I vow to, like, I resolve to have more fun. I resolve to take a dance class. I resolve to... Eat free without freely without guilt. Mm-hmm. I resolve anything it is that you wish that you did for yourself, that you want for yourself. I resolve to watch more television. How about that one? You know what I mean? You, you know, you could you could put a middle finger up to the world with your resolution. I don't care, but just something that's going to make you excited to wake up and and you get to. One of the greatest things about having a to do list is when I finish what I've said I was going to do. Like I finished that book in time. I said, oh, I, I have um, accountability partners for my book stuff. And once I finished busting my butt, I wrote, my goal is to not work for the next three days because I haven't taken a day off in a month. And that means, Brianna, I was on the AITA forum for Reddit. I was <laughs> goofing off because like, that's where I get to judge people freely because they ask for judgment. Literally, they ask for judgment. Am I the A? Yes, you are. And or no, you're not. Like I just out there doing that, watching YouTube videos. I watched the Sex in the City reboot and was duly disappointed, but I still watched the first four episodes and like just goofing off. And I feel great about it when normally I'd be like, oh, I feel like I had to do something. It's like, nope, I did my work. This is my reward. Um, I ate some cranberry sauce. Yes, my elbow hurts, but it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you get to do that. You get to resolve to take better vacations. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely. And that's, I don't know. I don't know that I can actually say anything more or, or even um, say anything more about that. I think it's great. And I love that you talk about, except I will just say, make a plug for um, that idea of finding those um, restful things or those recharge things in the in 2022, especially, you know, after these couple of years and things are just so challenging or can be, I should say, can be so challenging that we really have that opportunity to find the things that uh, can revitalize us so that we can continue to um, just see see and um, continue this positive, I'm getting tripped up here, find those opportunities for recharge, not because we want to be positive all the time and nothing bad ever happens, but just so that we can make sure that we can weather those things um, that can be challenging for us. So going into 2022, knowing that things are going to, yes, they're still going to be challenging, um, just making sure that um, take with me the all of these things that we've learned right like yes i'm looking forward to uh resolving to have more adventure in my life because that is definitely one of mine i am resolving this year to take some sort of actual vacation because i have not been anywhere in two and a half years i think um which 
is a big deal for me. Um, and I miss that, um, you know, that, that mental kind of stimulation of being somewhere new and meeting new people. And um, I don't know, I just miss that. And so having that to look forward to, uh, forward to in 2022 is, is really exciting. Um, but, but also, knowing that um, I have these new skills, I guess, to be able to help hopefully weather um, whatever comes. I think that's another part of, uh, though it sounds a little bit like, wow, hey, way to be Debbie Downer there (laughs) if we're pulling on our Saturday Night Live references. Um, But uh, it is important to know that um, as part of my you know, resolution for resolutions or, or looking forward to getting through the next, getting through the next year. Part of that is knowing the skills and the things that I have that are going to be able to um, get me through even the challenging pieces, uh, you know, as, as much as it is identifying those great opportunities that I hope to have. Absolutely. And I think, I think one of the great ways to look forward to next year is to take one last, I want to be a hype man here. Sometimes I forget to look back. Take one last look. This this podcast is going to come out. The new year has started. You you did it. You got through 2021 and it was a tough year. It could be a tough year. It didn't have to be, but there were some tough parts of this year. You got to admit, I think there was some tough parts for all of us and you did it. And I think this is a, t- this is a time to dance in the end zone and to look back and see, I survived hard times. Here's where I thrived. Here's what I accomplished. Here's who I am. Here's what I think about me. And use that as a way to build on your good, like build from there and to give yourself a pat on the back for getting through this because there were some hard times and you're here and you're still looking for a way to be positive in the world. And that's incredible. And I think, I think the way to look forward is to know who you are and what you've been and what part of you you really dig and what things in your life you're grateful for. And so if you're not into a lot of the, or even if you are, regardless of whether you're into it or not, give yourself a pat on the back. Remember what you've done. Think of the things that you're proud of. Think of the people in your life you're proud of. Think of what in the world you're grateful for and what you've come from and what you've gotten through and bring those things forward to the new year in a way that's positive, that says that you're a good person. Don't sit around. Like when I look at myself in the mirror and I say, I am beautiful, I do realize, okay, I've got one weird eyebrow hair that's doing something crazy. And you know, <laughs> besides that, I can, I can, t- I will take care of that. Do you know what I'm saying? But I'm not critiquing as hard. And so I'm like, I just disregard that thought and go, no, you're beautiful anyway. Eyebrow hair and all, like whatever that one is doing, it's got its own mind. We can deal with that. But like, try your best to look at your life and your year and what you've come from and pick out the highlight reel that if you were going to do your Instagram highlights, just mm-hmm. pick out the best parts, look at them and feel good about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh my goodness. The eyebrow hair is fantastic. Um, I don't know what to, I, I'm aging, Brianna. I don't know what's happened to them, <laughs> but they are, they've got a lot of things going on. Oh, I love it. Um, I, I think that's great because I, the, you know, one thing that makes me think of is um, our influence and just, I really want to make a, just, uh, just in case people 
are sometimes like I am um, and just wondering like, well, what can I do? Or I'm just one person. I just want to say that we all have that opportunity, um, not not just to influence others, because I think that we do, but really looking at we do have, you know, the one the one person's life that we can absolutely influence is our own. And so if we've talked probably about anything, I think over the last couple of years, um, and, and specifically why one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast was for being able to positively influence our own lives. Um, because we were learning, you know, this really was an opportunity for learning for us um, as we were going into uh, 2020, uh, just looking to try to stay positive and not get stuck um, into what was happening uh, kind of in the world. So, you know, I talk sometimes maybe a little too much about that idea of circle of influence, circle of concern, and really who we can, we really have that influence over as ourselves. I think it's important, all of those things that you just talked about, you know, the way that you think about yourself is just so important. And um, I will hype man, because I've learned over these last two years to be a better hype man, not only um, particularly for myself, uh, but really just um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we all, and this is what I've learned as being a hype man, I've learned this for myself, so I want to share it for everybody else too, is that we all have gifts. We all have a purpose, even if we can't see it. If you're somebody like me who, I don't know what my purpose is. I mean, I feel like Christy probably hears that a lot. I'm always like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but we all have gifts. We all have a reason for being here. And we may not know what it is, but it's really important that we're here. And I think, you know, going into 2022, um, Christy talked about um, you talked about your conversation with your sister and dreams. And, you know, if you're one of those people and you're just not sure, that's okay. And I'm getting a little lost here and I apologize, but I just, I don't know. I think it's important for people to know that because I need to hear it, right? This is maybe one of my affirmations. It is one of my affirmations, actually, is that there's a purpose for me being here now. I just don't necessarily know what it is. I just need to know that I guess there is one. And so that's maybe one I guess I wanted to share with others is we have a purpose, even if we don't know what it is. Um, and we all have our gifts and we can all be um, on the lookout for our opportunities um, to have a positive influence to help us, to help us as individuals. Um, be more positive about ourselves because I then think it helps us to be more po put more positivity into the world um, and help be a positive influence for others and that's you know where then I think my need for connectedness comes in and I just want you know I just want that positivity to spread so that people feel connected and they can feel like I don't know, that they can feel not connected and just feel like they're not going through things alone. Absolutely, I agree, because I think we are all in this together. And I do think that sometimes we feel alone. But the exciting opportunity for that is to look for new ways to reach out to people. For me, I went and got some coaching, some 
what do they call it? Success alignment coaching, which I think I love the concept of that. So that was the Clifton Strengths for Writers that I took with uh, Becca Sign, Strengths for Writers. If you're a writer, I highly recommend it. And it was just an opportunity for me to literally think about what it is that I need to do each day to be the person who gets what I want out of life. And I think it's really interesting because if you're the kind of person who doesn't know exactly what they want, you can know the kind of person you want to be. So if you want to be the person, like there's some people who capitalize, one of the strengths that they talk about is adaptability. People who are just really great at going with the flow and doing things. I have a friend, it's actually a friend of my sister's, uh, uh, everybody just calls him Bone. And this guy has gotten a SAG card, even though he never intended to be an actor. He's opened cafes. He's done all these crazy, cool things because he's one of these guys that just is great with making friends and knowing people. And he's just, everybody immediately likes him. He's just, he's the coolest dude I've ever met, really. And he's like played in bands, even though he, you know, isn't a professionally trained musician. He just decided he wanted to play drums. And my sister and him put together a band for a little while. They got all these gigs. And now he's got this venue in the desert. And he put together this whole show that ended up going on tour called Point Break Live based on the, 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 uh, the movie Point Break, because he ended up knowing one of the writers of that. <laughs> um, and so he's just one of those guys that makes the most of the moment. And if you're that person who sees opportunity in the moment, just focus on being the kind of person who trusts themselves, that faith in yourself, and not worry so much about not knowing exactly what's coming. Know that you do the work. Know that you're this kind of person. And like, be grateful for it and look for those opportunities. And I just really feel like what I'm really getting into is this concept of every more and more and more, I learn that investing in myself and acting my way into right thinking is the way to go. I think I spent a lot of my life waiting for the moment where I'm going to feel like doing insert X. And I was just listening to a Mel Robbins video, YouTube video. And she was talking about, let me just go ahead and help you out with this. Uh, you're never going to feel like it. And I just love that. I love that. I don't have to feel like it. I could just do it anyway. And if I could just make little habits so that it's automatic that I do it, or if I work on training my mind that I'm going to make myself start, then I can be the person I want to be today and feel good about me. And so whether or not you like New Year's resolutions or whether or not you know what your goal is or what your dream is, you can know who it is you want to be and you can act that way right now this second. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And if you, you know, I think if you're not the other thing that I think can be helpful if you're someone like me and you're not sure um, is to take some time to reflect and maybe make some lists. And um, there are, <laughs> I had it suggested to me that I need to figure out what is, I need to like actually physically write it down uh, and figure out what it is that I feel like I need and what it is that I feel like I want. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you can do that. Which is so silly that like that, I mean, it truly never even occurred to me. Um, not just like, oh, you know, I want this outcome or I want that outcome, but like from a kind of inner kind of feeling, what, what it is it that you want to feel? What is it that you want kind of as an overall um, sense, I guess. And, um, you know, you can 
there are lists out there and you can, you know, do you need a sense of security? Do you need a sense of adventure? Do you need to feel, um, I don't know, I can't, I don't have the list in front of me, but you can Google those lists, lists of needs. Um, and you can, if you're not really sure, um, you can do that. We've talked about here, um, kind of looking at uh, those um, values statements and, and doing some of that work if you're not sure going into, you know, this new year of what it is that you want for yourself in the new year. But some doing some of those things can just help gain some clarity. And, you know, we've talked about it here before. Sometimes it can be, you know, maybe I've been in positions where I'm not exactly sure what I what I want or what I need, um, but I definitely know what I don't want. <laughs> and sometimes that can be just as valuable. So just taking some time to do, um, uh, you know, just doing some of that reflection or just a little bit of um, that kind of self-awareness type uh, work can be really helpful because what I've found is sometimes I've been going down a path thinking, okay, this is the thing. And it's like, oh, it's actually not it at all. I don't even really know where I got that from or, or how I was um, maybe under the impression that that's, that was the right thing for me. So um, going into 2022, I've, um, that's one of the things that I've started to do is already um, looking at, okay, well, what is it that, because I don't, I don't really have a overall sense so it's just like what is it that I'm like what is it that I feel like I need to what am I what am I looking to experience almost like from a experience standpoint if that makes sense like what am I looking to experience to feel I guess I don't know I sound very um I'm gonna say it I sound very flighty but there's no other way to to explain it because I don't really have an outcome in mind. I just don't. Um, but I'm working on trusting my intuition that when the right thing comes along, I will be ready to say yes to it and then follow. Actually, I think it's what what I think as a person who's very outcome oriented, I'm always, what's the goal here? Do you know what I mean? And uh, that's just the way my brain works. So I know what I want. However, I've started to realize that I need to ask, but why do I want that? Because sometimes you could be like, no, listen, I set my site on $100. I want $100. And somebody offers me $1,000. And I'm like, I want $100. No, that's not how that's supposed to work. So if you really do focus on what the outcome of what it is you want to feel, like if I wanted $100 because I wanted to go to the movies and buy as much popcorn as I want, you know, that $1,000 would absolutely be like, yes, and I will do that 10 times and other things. Give me that money. So for me, it manifested itself in relationships. One of the problems I had for a long time for me dating was that I never sat down and figured out what it is I wanted because I was so worried that nobody would want me, that I was just concerned with finding somebody who would want me, which is not enough criteria, Brianna, to make a happy relationship. Do you like me? Mm -hmm. Fine. Or I just want this person to like me because I've just decided that I think they're amazing. And if that one person would like me, that would mean I would be something at least to someone. You're nobody if nobody loves you, Brianna, like this toxic 
crud. See, I didn't swear. Uh, being beamed at me all over, or that you know, desperate single woman standing in a like a Kathy cartoon type of woman just settling for Irving, who didn't seem like much of a great guy to me, but maybe it's better. Long story longer. I had to write down what it is I wanted in someone. Like I absolutely like the basic, like they have to be this. And then uh, somebody suggested to me, I had to write down, and I love that you brought it up, the non-negotiables. If you have this, right, this is a deal breaker. For instance, you can't be not entirely single. Okay, if there's this long story about why you (laughs) kind of have, okay, I don't, like, no, no, no. If I asked you, are you single? And anything besides, yeah, I'm single, comes out of your mouth, then this is a no. Like, and I had to write that down because I found when I wasn't as firm, like I could be really firm with what I want out of my career and my jobs. But when it came to dudes, Brianna, I would get out there and I'd be like, well, this is why he's exactly what I was looking for. Cause I never set any criteria. One of my first criteria, Brianna was I had to like him, you know, like as a person or friend and he mm-hmm. had to like me back. That was criteria one. Brianna, nobody met that criteria for like a year and a half. I was like, oh my God, I was trying to fall in love with guys I didn't even like. Like I had to start from basic number one. And then the other things were like, they couldn't be an active alcoholic. I knew I had to write this down, Brianna, but I made some really weird choices. So I had to do that. And the other ones where they had to be like employed, they couldn't have horrible credit. Like, cause that was too much of a non-Googleable. I finally got my life together and I wasn't willing to take on that because my boat wasn't that steady. And so I had these like non-negotiables and the biggest one that was the biggest hurdle was I had to like them and they had to like me back. Like if the guy was on the fence about me, I'm not a secure enough person to win them over. My whole life, Mm. I tried to win people over, but even when I won them, Brianna, I felt like maybe not. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no, you had to like me as I am. Like, like, and I, I, I love to say this, but I fell in love wearing sweatpants, Brianna. Date two. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had no make. Like date one, he was like, can I wear shorts? That was David. And I was like, well, if you're wearing shorts, then you get the good jeans and my nice sneakers. And it was fine. And then I was like, date two, he was like, can you just come over? You know, we want to just hang out real quick. And I'm like, all right, you get the sweatpants. You get the, you get the leisure wear. Is this going to, like, nothing about him was like why aren't you dressed up? Why aren't you? It was like, oh, you just, oh, you love me like this. This could really work. Because I don't know what my other end game was, Brianna. Like, I would fall in love and have to just be different forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I like not be me. Like, put mm-hmm. all that effort into, like, I, for me, there's just the amount of grooming that some women do that I'm just never going to be able to pull. I mean, I could, but the amount of effort to pull that off between how bad I want it just was is never really going to happen. I'm a writer. I'm in sweatpants now. Um, <laughs> I've gone feral during lockdown. I'm like, what's a bra? It's never happening. And 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 luckily, I'm with a guy who knew me that way early. And I don't have to feel weird about it. And it's just, to me, this feels like true love. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Positivity is being totally being able to be myself in 2022. Um, <laughs> and that's that, I guess, is not fair because I feel like I am myself. I do get to be myself. It's fine. Um, But I do think that there is, I guess it is, um, I don't know, I guess it's just learning and growing and 
developing even more. I don't know, in the new year. That's what positivity means uh, for me this year. And just really looking at, you know, redefining uh, resolution and just realizing it just means making the decision to do or not do something. And it's much less of a shooting all over, as you said, um, and it just can be more positive and it can actually be really fun. Um, it can be fun, like, oh, look at this thing I'm doing and, you know, using some of those tactics uh, that we've used for some of the other things that we've tried, I think, um, just puts a really fun, humorous, positive spin on things that just just makes it overall enjoyable. And that's really what I'm looking forward to with this um, with this new year. Yes, I love it. Because I think the hope behind like putting a lot of positivity in the new year is that you remember the good things about what you've done and who you've been. And you use that to cast forward to become the person you want even more so. And that we grow and we change and we have more love and excitement and adventure or whatever it is you're looking for, security, anything that you're looking for, you bring that to your day-to-day life. And so it makes the entire year uh, exciting and fun. And less about not being this or not being, like, you could just make a list of the things that you, that are deal breakers. Like, I don't want a new job where my boss is a jerk. Like, you can definitely put that down on your list and then go out and look for a job. And the second you interview with somebody you don't like, you're like, this is off the list. I remembered that. Because sometimes when we're presented with a myriad of choices, it's hard to remember what it is I wanted when I went in. And so I do mm-hmm. think writing a few things down could be helpful or at least talking to somebody it'd be helpful so that we don't settle for less than what we truly want in our hearts. And I really do feel like uh, sometimes you do have to get what you can now and move forward. But I think oftentimes we don't question that, that settling. And I think it's enough to just remember what you truly want and what you truly don't want. And allow yourself the opportunity to go for it and be excited because I think that is half the fun for 2022. And that's why I'm so excited for it. Absolutely. And even I feel like just 2022, (laughs) just, I don't know, there's something about it, even just saying it makes me feel positive and fun. And I, you know, as we were getting ready for this episode, I was writing down some things for that I was looking forward to or wanting to do um, for the year. But as we've talked here, I've even made some notes and, um, you know, changed some of the, not changed, but just um, you've given me some food for thought which I'm really grateful for as we move into this new year and looking at um, just looking at how to really looking at it as an opportunity and finding a way to maximize this, this new year Um, and take every, just, I feel like too, with the year, not taking any of it for granted. I feel like if I've learned anything, again, my looking back, but if I've learned anything um, since we've started the podcast, it's just really knowing that uh, I don't want to take any of this time for granted. So I'm excited to see what this new year has, has to bring. I absolutely agree. I think it, there's a lot of really fun things we can do for the new year. Make a list of what you want. Do some of your 
think of some of your dreams, think of some of your victories, take a victory dance. Any of it is all okay by me. I love 2022 because it's got all those twos. I'm bright and hopeful for the future. And I just want to congratulate everyone for getting through and succeeding or thriving or surviving whatever you did in 2021. I think it's awesome. Congratulations. We're here. We're here in 2022. So this week's mission is to think of one positive thought or action you want to bring into the new year. That's it. That's all you have to do. And we'd love to hear from you, what you thought of, or any of the thoughts or questions or perspectives on the topics we've discussed in any of the podcasts. You can email us at positiveviewpodcast at gmail.com. That's positiveview, V-I-E-W, podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And just so you know, in the new year, we are making a little bit of a change and the podcast now comes out every other Monday. Please take a moment to rate and subscribe to the podcast because it helps more people to find us. Also, if you're enjoying the Positive View podcast, share us with your friends. That is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Brianna G. And I'm your other host, Christy Murphy. We'll talk soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you.